It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And just an update on a big story that Karen had there. I think she let off with it too, Jen, on the potential prisoner swap. Nothing official quite yet, but Rush is chiming in now. Did you see what they said, by the way? No deal. They say no deal, but did you also see who they said was also involved? Oh. The president of the United States and the president of Russia have had conversations about the prisoner swap. There you go. So this started with Biden. This goes right to the top. Yep. So Russia says, you know, now you go into negotiation tactics. And by the way, so far they're winning the negotiation. Uh, They're saying the talks are ongoing, but nothing confirmed quite yet for a prisoner swap for Brittany Griner, the WNBA star, with the arms dealer... Victor Boot, uh, and as well as the one good thing, I guess this is the big concession on their part, Paul Whalen is the U.S. Marine that's been held uh, for like three years there. But when you're saying no deal yet and holding up, Russia wants more. I was going to say, how many they more want, Russian prisoners do we have? They want the merchant of death back, plus who, who else bad is, is who we, are we haven't contained? A funeral director. Who yeah. the heck knows? There's going to be somebody with a, a name just as, as horrific as the merchant of death. Here's a guy that has been known in years past, and this is why he ended up meeting. I guess they they caught him in in another nation. Uh, FBI agents, DEA agents, all kinds of underground people met with this guy to buy really bad arms, like, you know, missile launchers and stuff like that. He showed up in a hotel room. They arrested him. So this is a guy that deals mainly with people who hate Americans. He supplies them with whatever they want. Let's like you see in the movies. Yeah. It, this is what this guy's real. It's like, come on, you're going to let him loose? This is a really bad deal. Obviously, that's obvious to all. But they're going to do it. They're going to cave. Wow. Uh, nobody, you know, it's not It's not like anything, Buddy has anything against Brittany Griner, except the fact that she's been, you know, pretty anti-American, but that's beside the point. Nobody wants any Americans held overseas. But, no. but, but this deal? Yeah. You're giving up somebody that'll kill more Americans indirectly for this because you caved to public pressure because she gets all of this media attention that's happened for the past month and a half? Do we have like a Moscow shot put person locked up somewhere? You know, that would be a... Yeah, that would be comparable, right. That would be a comparable trade, you know? Okay, here you get our shot shot put person for, you know, Brittany Griner. Wow. I, and I'm sure the the Paul Whalen's family's thrilled. The U.S. Marine that's been held there since 2018, they're thrilled because they're kind of like, you know, jumping on the back of Brittany Griner of to get out are. of the Russian prison. So, of course they are. Isn't it sad, though, that we gave this much, and I'm not, I'm not knocking Brittany Griner by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just thinking, you've had a U.S. Marine since 2018. I didn't see anybody negotiating to get this guy out. No, absolutely. And, and, and his family Marine. has said that. They right. said, we're grateful that it's picking up now, but but it it's taken this? Yeah. It it's, takes- it's taken that We had the sound from, it was about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, from his sister saying... Right. And at the time, they were all upset at the media attention Brittany Griner was getting. They're not so, you know, vocal now because it's going to benefit their family. But still, they were saying, why, why her? I just want to know what Russia wants other than the release of the Merchant of Death. They want more. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, God knows how many bad Russians we have locked up in, in the U.S. prisons. I have no idea. But they'll find somebody to release, I'm sure. And this administration will bow and they'll give it to them. My God. Wow. It's craziness is what it is. Speaking of Russia... <clears throat> Their uh, adversaries, Ukraine, President Zelensky and wife and Mrs. Zelensky, well, they're on the they're on the cover of Vogue with a full photo shoot 
and an article about their love and how the war has affected their relationship. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And we knew that this advanced press, that this was coming out, that there was going to be an article here. But I started to look at, like, I started to read the article, some of the quotes, oh, the no. behind-the-scenes black-and-white dramatic shots of setting up the set and them all together and yucking it up and laughing. And this guy is an absolute scam artist. I, I am starting to believe you because if you can remember in the first days of Russia attacking Ukraine— he went on TV. Remember, he was in the video, and he says there are forty merchant, you know, mercenaries hired by the Russians to take me out. What, so what happened I to, to? I do not expect to live past yeah, Friday. Right. And remember, <laughs> he's living up now. This guy's in the castle, his own home, having a party, and on the cover of Vogue magazine. Let me tell you, if you had any respect for this family and went down the drain with this this photo, why would they think that this photo shoot was going to help their cause? In the piece, Zelensky and the wife are shown together inside their compound in Marinsky Palace on the mm. outskirts of Kiev. Mm. As uh, this is fresh off her, by the way, addressing our Congress. And why did Dem- she- Not asking, demanding. We give him money. More billions of yeah. dollars for arms, for quote-unquote arms. So, I, I want to check to see every dime of this to see where it's going. So the question would be, why would they send her to Congress and not the president? Because she's better looking. I'm sorry. You want to sway opinion, you send a good-looking woman in. Oh, dear, you got to help me. My children are being attacked. She, they, they, these people don't care. I don't trust them. I, and now I bit. don't either. I'm thinking, why, one why, bit. why would you show up on the cover? And then there's, there's like various covers. There's one of just her on the cover, and there's one of them on the cover. So they're doing various covers. I guess the, I don't know where they're going to throw them. Annie, Annie Leibovitz took the pictures? You gotta be kidding me, Tanya. That's why it looks oh it God. looks like a Rolling Stone thing. This, this is this is so sick and twisted. It is. Wow, I didn't realize she was the photographer though. She's like the, the oh, it's all her style. Oh yeah, it's she's like one of the biggest photographers in the world. Oh yeah, wow. So obviously, there's a lot of negative reaction to this. Uh, Lauren wow. Bolbert, the congresswoman, you know, the gun-toting mama from Colorado. Right. She goes, these people take us for suckers. Well, let, let me tell you, uh, uh, Biden's falling it for hook, line, and sinker. I think. I'm starting to believe what others are thinking. Granted, it's a conspiracy theory, but this is to keep Ukraine happy so they don't release any information about what happened with Hunter Biden and the president. I think it's a giant money laundering operation and, and horrifying. The, the biggest victims of all are the Ukrainian people held hostage by this. Still, they put the uh, refugee situation at about three million, by the way. Oh, my goodness. But these two, I don't trust them. Trump told him to his face at the White right. House before any of the, a couple of years ago. I don't try. I, I think you're completely corrupt. And he's probably right. I mean, you know, and if it wasn't, I don't know, remember the name of that chef. There's that chef that's all he does is he feeds refugees and homeless yep. people. He said he's already, they've passed out like more than a million meals. A million. Wow. And, and this guy relies purely on private donations, so I don't know who's giving him money. It would be nice to know that the Americans were giving this guy money, this incredible man cooking with his entire staff at the Polish, at the Poland-Ukraine uh, border. We, we should demand any money that we sent to Ukraine now goes directly to the, uh, to the civilians. Not, not, not the, No more art, nothing. No more to the Zelenskys. But every time he turns around, when he left last time, he left with bigger launchers, missile launchers, yeah. and the missiles. And he left with a guarantee from our president of the United States that our military commanders will help you put out a, a war plan. Because obviously you guys don't know what you're doing logistically, and that's why you're losing. If that's where it's going. I, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced at all that's where the money's going. I'm not. Sorry. Wow.
It's crazy. Check the banks. Yeah, it would be interesting to see. Interesting to see. What would you do? William Shatner, he lives yes. in California, but he was just at Comic-Con. He was in San Diego, right? Right, talking about his uh, trip to space. Well, after that, he he wanted some leisurely shopping at the town of Gilroy, California. It's the home of the Big Garlic Festival, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think you're right. He shopped at a fruit stands, but he dropped his wallet. Oh, tell me somebody Captain found Kirk it. Captain Kirk dropped his wallet. <laughs> tell me somebody found it. The owner of the fruit stand. Oh, good. Did he hold Gary it hostage? Gary Tugnetti and a police officer there were on the case. They found it and they returned it oh, to Bill he, Shatner. Did he get to meet him? I hope so. Now they contacted his agent. Well, that sounds stinks. a lot less fun. Okay, if you found William Shatner, I'll put it this way. If I found Michael Bublé's wallet, <laughs> he'd be coming to my house for dinner to get it. And they would arrest you for stalking. <laughs> they probably would, but I'm just and saying. making online threats. Yeah, but just, I mean, wouldn't it be just, I'd just like to meet you, give me tickets to one of your shows or whatever. I, with William Shatner, I'd say, give me, can you give me five minutes just to sit down and talk? How much cash do you think Bill Shatner's walking around Nothing. with? Nothing. 20 bucks. It's just the, uh, what is it, the, di- was it the platinum card? What's the height? No, the, the black diners, card. The black card. It's American Express black card. That's probably what he's got. It could very well be. Could very well be. I want to buy some oranges. <laughs> anyway. All right, good morning, headlines. Uh, coming up next, a little bit more details, too, on JetBlue buying Spirit. That'll affect a lot of people down here. Wow. I wonder if Spirit's headquarters stay down here. I would think. I, I think know. it just opens up more routes for JetBlue, right? Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I would think. And uh, Ron DeSantis going after a drag show in uh, Miami. Have we seen this drag show yet, by the way? No. we got to find pictures. I'm scared. All right, that's coming up next, mm. the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News coming up in just a little bit, Karen. What's coming at 8.30? So former President Trump asking a federal appeals court to give him absolute immunity from lawsuits relating to the speech he gave before the Capitol riot. Remember, he put a lot of those federal judges on the bench. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that should be interesting. But a new poll finds that Vice President Kamala Harris and California Governor Gavin Newsom are the Democrats' top choices for president if Biden doesn't run in 2024. Not Kamala's president. So, yeah. So the new... News Nation decision desk, and I'll get to that in a minute. The poll shows that Harris is the choice. 31% of Democrats and Newsom has 17% uh, support. They put her on top of the ticket? Yeah. They just did a poll, though, in New Hampshire that is like 99% Democrat. She came in last. Okay, so this is News Nation. So what is News Nation? It's an all-news cable network Mm -hmm. station. Okay. And they have just hired Chris Cuomo. Dan Abrams does an all-new show, and he had Chris Cuomo. Well, Hi, everyone. Chris Cuomo has had a long and distinguished career in TV news at a number of networks. Yeah. Yeah. So he, Chris Cuomo joined Dan Abrams. So I think they're shifting to News Nation now and trying to prop it up now that Chris Cuomo's heading over there as, like, the be-all, end-all for election news. I heard some of that. Cuomo oh was complaining God. that none of his CNN cohorts called him. <laughs> He did. He sat there and he whined about it. He goes, yeah, they could have called. He's a piece of work, that guy. Oh, but I thought him and Don Lemon were like such good friends. Apparently not. Oh. Yeah, shame. well, it'll be interesting. So that's where the poll came from. I and then Abrams know. asked him about, you know, what about your brother? When your brother gets in trouble, mm-hmm. you start advising him, talking to him, being involved with the meetings, etc. What did you tell CNN about your involvement? In those conversations, it was known. <laughs> it, it was, was known. Known. Yeah. known by CNN. Yeah, and then he asked him. So, uh, uh, did CNN know that you were like advising him, and then also that you were giving him legal advice? 
So, and he says, and did you call other reporters and tell them what to say? He's like, no, but he did. Yeah, it was, I thought, confirmed that he did. It was confirmed, but he denied it. Wow. Yeah, anyway. I can't believe anything this guy so, says. There goes the credibility of that network. <laughs> Good hire. Yeah. Exactly. This is the same guy that said that he was threatened by a motorcycle guy outside oh, his yeah. house. It turned out to be a 70-year-old man on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, you guys, Are you kidding me? Remember they called him a biker? Yeah, remember. There's a biker. There was an old Bi- guy on a bicycle. Because it was during COVID and he was outside in his yard and he got in a fight with the guy. Yeah, after he was like, broadcasting from his basement, he'd go upstairs and eat dinner with the family. Oh, anyway, like, oh, jeez. They just, they, wow. they can't help themselves. They can't, they, I don't think he's uttered an honest word in his life. Where's his brother, by the way? I think he's still on the lamb. Is he still sleeping on couches? He's still on the sofa circuit. <laughs> okay. Because we would have heard about Cuomo buying a house, right? Yeah, you would think. No, I think he's like shacking up with friends. Still? I'd be like, his... I'd lock the door and change my address or something. He's Jeez. on the run before they try to take his <laughs> Emmy away. He, he, he runs with it from house to house. Didn't they catch him when they stopped him, like, for a ticket? That was yeah. how they finally sent him to the subpoenas. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, it's boy. the whole family's crooked. Oh, they sure are. Wow. Well, Craziness. Uh, no real follow-up yet on this. Uh, we didn't find the exact video from the uh, drag... Uh, Story hour, lunch thing, whatever, in Miami at a restaurant. The that, R restaurant. That DeSantis is going after this time. No specific video of that. Diener found other uh, drag brunches that they've been involved with before in the past, though. It's pretty much what you expect, he had said. Uh, is, it, is it really bad? I mean, it's... It's bad enough. I mean, it's it's sexually, you know, explicit stuff. I remember, okay, so for example, I think this it's called Lips... In uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas or something like uh-huh. that. Okay. And it's like a drag queen place. Right. Okay? And you can't bring kids there because it's not geared toward kids the same way that a strip club or Rachel's or anything where, you know, you're going to have women walking around in, you know, scantily clad clothes well, yeah, as part I, of the entertainment. And I think that's the best analogy here. You don't you don't see, yeah, you're not going to see at, at, at Rachel's. Kids time brunch hour. Yeah, kids eat free on Tuesday night. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stuff like Or like you had said before, why they have ratings for movies. Right. Right. You have to, you know, say what's meant for kids and what's not. And obviously any place where anybody is walking around in scantily clad clothing as part of the theme and doing, you know, having suggestive dances is not meant for kids. So DeSantis says, here's why the story popped up. He's filed a complaint against this particular restaurant and what they do. Now, the larger issue here is, does, down the road, does this wind up hurting him or helping him? Well, it's definitely in line with the, with the DeSantis base who say, yeah, you know, stop this crap. Well, what's wrong with the parents that take their kids to this kind of thing? But you know how this is going to play. You know what the headlines are going to be later on today. Anti-LGBTQ Florida does it again. And run death sentence. That's how they're going to do it. He hates drag queens. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, they're going to say. You're, you're absolutely right. There's there's no doubt about it. And he may not care. And I know for a fact he doesn't care. He, he says, I don't care. This is happening. It goes against our laws in Florida, and that's the way it is. But I think the analogy in what he should say is it would be like taking your three-year-old to a strip club. You know, he needs to put it in a different perspective because a lot of people are going, well, they think of, you know what they think of? The first thing I think of when I think of uh, a drag queen show, the movie with Robin Williams and uh, oh, Hank Azaria, Birdcage, <laughs> and Gene Hackman dressing up like a woman. That's what I think. See, I think of some of these videos that have popped up at uh, libraries throughout various communities for a drag time story hour with kindergartners. That's what I think. And some of those I've seen, 
some of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Who brings a little kid to the kindergarten I, class I for as, drag queens? As a fellow parent, I always think of the parent. I want to fight them. What, what have you? Wow. What are you doing? Bringing your kids to this? It's the same. What's the difference between that and bringing your kids to to lunchtime at at Rachel's? And that's exactly why. Yeah. Why does yeah. it have to? Why is it sexualized in the first place? What are you right. doing? Right, exactly. And that's just the thing. stop and think about this for a second. It, These are the same people though that want to teach your children right. about getting you know uh, gender you know gender drugs and everything else to change your gender when you're in the first grade. And that's well, that's the thing too. It always gets caught up with you know drag queens or you know whatever it may be, and it's it's not always about. Everybody always makes it about that because that's the instance. That's what's happening. But it should just be about this the plain fact that not to expose your children to things that are sexually explicit, it's like all and, the and time. That's what it is. Too. It's like what 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 are you doing? <laughs> Just use common sense. Yes. What kid, what five-year-old kid wants to be faced with this? And some of the videos that are in, the parents are just smiling along and it's just been shoved in their face. No. Right. Just say no. Jeez. What is watch- this in the name? This is what you're talking about with inclusion and diversity? No. It should be no. Gosh. It be. It's the same reason why you wouldn't watch a rated R movie with your five-year-old. I mean, it's just, there's reasons why these things are out there. Come it's, on, people. Well, here's just use common sense, but nobody does. Here's more lack of common sense. So remember the Sesame Street story we had at that Sesame Place, you know, where, where the African-American family had alleged that their kid was being racially discriminated against by, a, by a costumed character? There's a lawsuit involved with it now. And you know what? They're going to win. That's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Karen. See you for that news at uh, 9 o'clock, like you said. Top of the hour, News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. And uh, we keep looking for updates. Nothing yet, nothing confirmed. Nothing from Antony Blinken, our Secretary of State. But the ongoing potential prisoner swap, Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. Mm. Uh, fair is, swap is still ongoing. Well, there would be Paul Whalen, our U.S. Marine, that's been held over there too. I guess that was the uh, that was the negotiation point yesterday. But Two for one. Russia says it's not a done deal. Talks are ongoing. You know what that means? They want more, and they're probably going to get more. Uh, they're going to say, "Well, we're you know we're, you're getting two of your Americans back. We want two Russians back." God knows what else we're who else or what else we're holding. That's what I know exactly. That, you know, we hear about this merchant of death because uh, this guy's name's been you know thrown out there for at least what two months now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, why does Russia want this guy back so badly? Exactly. Uh, you know what, what intent do they have with him? So what what other horrific individual do we have from Russia that's locked up somewhere? God knows where. Maybe in that Colorado prison, you know, 20 floors below the earth. I wonder if that's where he is. Max, I would assume. Supermax? Supermax, right? Well, there's a couple of Supermaxes, but the one yeah. in Colorado is like the most famous one because I think it was the first one. Mm. Uh, and that's where they sent Gotti, so of course I got all kinds of attention. Um, but you know, we, I never heard of the Merchant of Death before this all came to be, so who else do we have? I, I hate to keep putting this into in terms of sports because I know it's that's way less serious than what this is. But honestly, if you had talked about like a trade, right? You you, you call that a fleecing? <laughs> it's it's L- like, like the team giving up the merchant of death because of the damage that could do to Americans down the road. It's a really serious thing, and I quite frankly don't trust Blinken 
after the <laughs> Afghanistan disaster, which yes. was he was the architect of that whole deal. How do you like that? This guy didn't give up one individual. He gave up a country right. to the Taliban. Well, well, now he's going to give up the merchant of death. And you can't tell me, like the Guantanamo Bay prisoners That's that exactly we right. let loose, uh, the first thing they did within weeks went right back to their terrorist organizations. This guy is going to go right back to selling you know, anti-rocket missiles or whatever kind of missile you got and, and weapons and of mass destruction to any terrorist group that hates America. So there's nothing confirmed yet, but it's it's really leaning that way. And as we've gone on this morning over the past couple of hours, it's gotten closer and closer to that. It doesn't look good for, you know, wow. if you're against that deal. And, and most Americans are. Wow. But we're going to forget about it in two, three years when they link this guy to, you know, terrorists who involve us in something, we'll forget. It'll be a different administration in charge, and we'll right. just say, well, that was then, this is now, and okay, well, this is where the damage starts, and, and deals like this. Okay, well, let me ask you this, because now the Russians are saying, and, and it was some somebody close to, the, to Putin, said that these ongoing talks have been happening, but that they originally started with Putin and the President of the United States. Well, there you go. So how can you yeah, not so that, hold that, him remember liable of fleecing, for this? That's where the fleecing happened. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, come on. What is? Why that's, would you even think about that? Uh, I, you know, you don't want to see anybody languish in a foreign prison by any stretch of the imagination. But you're going to let a man who is known worldwide for uh, giving arms to people who kill Americans. That's it. That's all they do. They got the internal polls and they, they realized how bad this looks. We talked about this last week. We talked about how bad this looks to the administration. People are upset right. that an American high profile, you know, WNBA or not, is being held by the Russians. Nobody likes that. Right. That word got to the White House. They saw that makes them look bad especially with the LGBTQ community, so they cave. Please. And they got to give up an arms dealer for, for, for this girl, I, I, who is sad as it is, but still, you're going to do this? Yeah, well, I think they're going to do more. I I'll, think you're right. Russia wants more, and we're going to let some other creeper go. I, it's craziness. I'll go, back, I'll go back to the sports analogy again. This is just, <laughs> their GM is Brian Cashman of the Yankees. Our GM is a, is a child. <laughs> that's or, a very valid point. Or just a feeble old man, which is more accurate, which is what we have going on here. Well, We're getting with, fleeced again. With the exception of Brittany Griner's partner and uh, wife or Brittany Griner's teammates, is anybody excited about this deal? Is anybody happy about it? I mean, we, you know, it's nice to see an American yeah. come home. I get it, but look what we're giving this, up in return. There will be celebrations and parades oh for, by both countries. You wait. It's going to happen. And Russia's going to throw it right in our face, too. Oh, yeah, Another I'm sure. Another massive win. Yeah, I'm sure. This will be the most embarrassing thing since U.S. sailors were made to uh, oh. bow down before the Iranians. Bill, they were saved yeah, by the sure. Iranians. They weren't kidnapped. They sure. weren't taken hostage. They were being saved. Yeah, Don't right. you remember that speech? Mm. Remember? And then they put them in the parade? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. How humi- remember that? How humiliating oh, was that? But God. according to Obama, they were saved by that group. That's right. We came yes. to them. Yes, and that's why our sailors, our American sailors, always kneel with their hands tied behind their backs or behind their heads. Yeah, that's right, why well, they do that. Closer to home in the States, this has turned from uh, ridiculous to just preposterous. This this thing now at this this Sesame Park thing that they have mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, I believe. So the family where it happened, and I've, I've walk, watched this video again because it's gone viral everywhere. We posted it as well in the Morning Show blog of... The character, Rosita, I believe, the Sesame Street character, Mm -hmm. looking like she disses the two small African-American girls while high-fiving a a Caucasian person. I looked at it it again. It's just the character waving off 
the kids and other people too to get to the next po- point in the parade. That's all it is. Mm-mm. But that's not enough. It's it's now landed into a major, major civil rights lawsuit. Well, here's the attorney. His name is Malcolm Ruff. He doesn't okay. look. He doesn't look at it the same way you do, Bill. Trust me. Today, in 2022, we stand here before you today simply trying to fight and protect little black children and their fundamental civil rights. Civil rights! Okay. It's, it's gotten a little much. It was, okay. Uh, what was I thinking? I should have sued Disney that time Coley and Danielle didn't get, you know, they cut off the line to meet, you know, Minnie. What was I thinking? I should have sued. Uh, I remember. I think it. I think it was Sam. She chased like one of the the little dwarfs. She chased them <laughs> down the street on Main Street. They and, don't like, like that. You some know. security guard had to grab her, and I'm thinking I should have sued then because yeah. Happy didn't stop to say, "Hey, hi, little girl." Should have contacted a civil rights. Attorney. Oh my goodness, what is wrong with me? I, I and I keep thinking there must be. There's usually like. Usually, anyway, like teenage girls or college yeah, they're girls, they're the, usually the ones that play these characters because they fit into the costume well and whatever. Right. It's a it's an entry level job in hospitality. Whoever's playing this Rosita girl, the character, must feel so bad. You so can't true. tell me that it had any intent whatsoever to disrespect or hurt a kid's feelings. No. You work that job. Yeah, and and you know, wouldn't the clincher be if this Rosita was African American? That would be amazing. <laughs> That would that would be the clincher. So does that end the suit that it was the, their civil rights were destroyed because of Rosita ignoring these children? I, I I mean I understand you know no one wants anybody discriminated against. No. I, I don't care what religion, what color, but put yourself in this position. How many times have been you been at Disney World or Universal or any parade for that matter where a character dissed your kid because they got a place to go? It wasn't, I don't think it was a, a, a black issue at all. I imagine, really don't. Imagine if it makes it to some sort of a court trial and they have they put Rosita in the full costume on the stand. <laughs> and suddenly at the end, the big reveal, the costume hat comes up. Oh, and it's an African-American girl. What do you think is the, that stupid singer show? It's, it's, yeah, it's the mass singer. And the jury goes, oh. Plot twist, court TV. I don't think it's going to get that far. Because way, you know who's being sued, by the way? It's, yeah. I had no idea. SeaWorld owns the uh, yeah. uh, Sesame Park. So each, each of these families will get a, a pet manatee and lifelong passes to every SeaWorld park in the country. I this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's what's going to happen. They're going to settle out of court because SeaWorld can't handle the bad publicity. Right. I know. Talk about kicking them when they're down. Yeah. It's, that's it. It's just going right. to happen. So what I did, guys. Yes, Uh-oh. Diener. Because uh, I actually I had never seen this video. I think it came out last well, week. Well, it's one well, of the several months you were out. One so, of those days I mean, that I, you know, <laughs> didn't come to work. Yeah. So <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet. So I'm just going to put it back up on the blog you, in okay. case anybody's never it's, seen it. It's worth it now yeah. with this news because I went back and I looked at it again. And again, and, and I said, again. there's nothing wrong here. It's, I mean, I do she, feel bad for the kids. The character the waves off a couple of different, it high fives yeah. somebody. And then it says and then, to the other kids, no, and no. Then waves, like, but then goes back and waves off the other person it just high fived. Yeah. It's not a discriminatory thing at all. No, of course not. But it, I, I, I'm not saying that I agree with the lawsuit, but I understand why the kids would be disappointed because the character basically said, waving their hand like, no, I'm gone, bye. But you said they're kids. <laughs> sure. Okay. My kids got disappointed every single day when they take, can I have another ice cream cone? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Disappointed. Well, you're not Rosita, Jen. <laughs> I'm <just laughs> Rosita. I'm the cookie so, monster. I'll throw the, the video back on the blog. You and, should. Uh, we you should look at it. Yeah, look at it. You and see, you decide. See what, what you think. But I would love to hear from people uh, underneath our post. 
as to whether or not they've uh, their kids ever got dissed at like Disney World or Universal or a parade here in time. South Florida. Got to cut happens, off the line somewhere. Uh, it happens every day. All right, we got more headlines coming up next. Uh, a little bit of an update too. There was a big uh, business deal. If you you fly a lot to the Northeast, this may be big. It looks like JetBlue bought yeah, Spirit. Maybe, they maybe, came in and swooped in. Maybe they'll bring back the, the flight they canceled on me. I don't know, jerks. All right, then more <laughs> coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. More news, Karen, coming up from you. It's been a busy day. Uh, Nine o'clock will be your next newscast. What's in it? We're in a recession. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I'll clean clean my room in a minute. I don't know. We're in a recession. They're saying the American economy technically in a recession, shrinking an estimated nine-tenths of a percent in the second quarter. So you've got two quarters of sluggish growth, negative growth. That means recession. But Jerome Powell says, no, we're not in a recession. So I'm confused. Well, mm. you're confused by design. That's what they want you to be. Right. They will never admit the R word. And they're flat out saying, no, that's not the definition, when it is. Right. It's been used as the definition forever. Right. It, yeah. Since we had an economy in this country, and they're just trying to move the goalposts. And they Everybody knows they're lying. They're lying, and they'll never admit they're lying. Here's uh, Jerome Powell. We're not in a recession. And the reason is there are just too many areas of the economy that are performing <laughs> uh, too well. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why they raised interest rates yesterday. Right. Yeah. And right. that's why recessions are technically defined by two consecutive quarters of down of negative economic growth. Which they okay. announced, yes, we so did have that. just that. came out. So the, by uh, the way, Larry Kudlow, by the way, is saying it is the beginning of a recession. Oh. If you believe him. He's funny. If you listen to him, though, he's like, it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a pit from which we'll never recover. So which one's oh, going which one's going to kill us first, the pit or global warming? What do they have it now? Global warming uh, we're dead by 2035? If they ever do admit it's a recession, I'm predicting they'll blame it on a uh, climate crisis oh, there you somehow. Go. Perfect. That's using right. that for everything else. Yeah. Right. Or Putin. So why don't we just run everything up because it's over? <laughs> run it. It's just so go out and get 17, 18 bum, credit cards and just bum. have a grand old time. It's all over. Charge right. it. Yeah. Ching ching. Well, interest rates just went up, so you're gonna be paying. Well, don't pay you don't the. Have to pay it off. Don't pay anything. It's over. Okay, I'm working on it. It is gonna recover. We just don't know how many years away. But here's the big question, and this has been posed to Trump recently, by the way, because you know he he assumes he's gonna win again in 24. What's the first? Thing? What do you start to do to fix all of this? It's a great question. What, where do you start first? It's, I I don't know. There's... It's like if somebody if you rented out your house. To terrible renters, right? And they ruined every part of it. Where do Foundation, you start? chimney, roof, backyard, garage. Where would you start first to fix it? You start at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be the economy? Yes. I would assume. I think most people are worried about the economy. Most people, I mean, look at, oh, and, and, and this administration tries to tell you because there's job growth and because gas prices have come down, we're not in a recession. All right, tell that to the person who at 70 years old just went back to work because they can't afford to live on their retirement because they're getting killed. Yeah. Everything's too darn expensive. So it's, it's he's got to... There's too much. I don't know how you fix it. I really don't. You have to fix the economy first because people can't afford to live. And that's why, you know, with all these issues that pop up, it looks as though, I think, because it's pretty late in the game here, for the midterms, I think it's pretty much locked in. Democrats are going to run on the abortion issue and basically climate. 
And, and, and I'm sorry, far down on the list, when you talk to people, no, even if they're hardcore Democrats, that's way down to the list when you can't feed your family. Well, they Who don't cares? care. They don't care. And, and why, I, why this administration doesn't even get that is even scarier to me. All you got to do is to walk down the street, go talk to a couple of people. Get out of Washington. Go to the middle of, I don't know, Indiana and ask somebody it's somewhere in Indiana, what's your biggest concern? I can't feed my family. Gas prices are too much. My rent's too expensive. Don't know where I'm going to live. Do you remember that famous thing? I, I guess it was, came out in a documentary, but it's been a story told many, many times that James Carville, who was Clinton's advisor, right. kept on hammering it to him. It's the economy, stupid. It's right. all people care about. Just run on that. It's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And he do. finally listened to him, and he won. And he won. And, and Twice. The, well, and I, why the, the Democrats think this abortion issue is so... Uh, number one is beyond me because look at the population. Anybody that's already had kids and they've moved on, they don't care. I mean, somebody my age, I really don't care about the abortion issue. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect me at all. And how many people do you have my age and older or around my age or around your age that really don't care? And I think it's just a priority thing. It's like when you're really, really, I like literally worried about the next day. Like what the, yes. what, how, how are you going to, are you going to feed your family? How are you going to, you know, Invest how long you're going to have to work. That's going to be the price. You may care a lot about that issue, women's rights, reproductive rights. Eh. But literally, it's it's you're worried about the home first. Well, if you can't afford to live, how do you care about abortion issues? Yeah, exactly. Roe versus Wade. If you can't afford to pay your rent, right. you can't afford to feed yourself. Never mind your family. Right. And and that's happening everywhere. It's not just you know in Florida. It's not just here in Palm Beach County. It's across the globe. Well, in this case, across the nation. In the meantime, will this help you? Uh, Afford to get where you're going? Maybe, maybe not. It may open up more routes, though. JetBlue swoops in, and it turns out they're the ones buying Spirit Airlines. That was confirmed this morning. Everybody thought it was going to be Frontier. Well, I think it's because Spirit wanted to be bought by Frontier. They they like they like them better for whatever reason. I think it's because they had more cities or Frontier uh, yeah, had more places where they could expand. Right. I don't know. I think this opens up JetBlue to a bunch of other places too, but they won. Wasn't a lot of money for big, an airline? The big it was 3.8 billion, I think. That, that that really isn't a lot of money, you think about it. Jen had the second highest offer at $15.50. <laughs> 75. Frontier was third. <laughs> 75 oh, cents. Seven, Get wow. it right, would you? Uh, the question for South Florida has always been, because Spirit's been for sale for like two years, has been what happens to their hub, which was Lauderdale? Does it stay there? Does just does, does JetBlue now have two hubs? Yeah, in well, New York and here now. I mean, well, look at all the bigger airlines. You know, uh, we all know Delta is based out of Atlanta, but look at American Airlines, Chicago, Dallas. Right. They got one in Atlanta. They tried to start one here. I think they got one in Miami. Yeah. So I mean, you got hubs all over the place. So this this just makes it makes JetBlue the fifth largest airline if it's approved, and it makes uh, Frontier the biggest discount airline. Oh, so that's they, right. Yeah. They both kind of, you know, uh, for JetBlue to buy Spirit, it's it's good for Frontier. Ironically, <laughs> so do all the f- do all the fights and fight videos from Spirit flights go to Frontier, or do they just go to JetBlue now? Oh my God, no! In two years, they're going to be saying there's another there's another airline flight on JetBlue. <laughs> Please, no, 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 no. I yeah, like right. JetBlue. Oh, I know. Well, I used to until they canceled my route. I know. That's what we always take as we fly to the Northeast so much. Yeah. So we're always on JetBlue. So I don't know. How, does it affect the, all the Spirit employees down here who are based in? And it's headquarters. Usually, you know, it's more of the pilots where they rank yeah. and they get pushed down. That's a, it's always a big issue. All right. We've got uh, the mysterious 9 o'clock hour kicking off next. We'll have more headlines for you. Keep an eye on the uh, Brittany Griner thing. Is that a done deal? And we we didn't get to our Floridope yet, Jen. Oh, this guy's great. 
<laughs> arrested for a DUI. That's not a surprise, but on one of those little scooters in Walmart. <laughs> that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.